Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Chaotic Queens. I am one of your hosts, Queen Mahalia, and with me as always is... Queen Abia. All right, so do you want to lead us off, Abia, with your chaotic thing this week? Yeah, so my chaotic thing isn't as chaotic because nothing has really happened this week, but I... Good news, I got chosen for an interview at, oh my God, following up from that, my professor sending my um, reference letter, it went through because they, they picked me, so all yeah. things well with that. My chaotic thing is very embarrassing, so as the audience knows or may recall, a B and I love to play GeoGuessr. And this week we had an idea that it would be fun if we try to join the Battle Royale games at the same time to try to be in the same Battle Royale like group. So basically it will be the two of us and then eight other strangers because it's like 10 people play at once and you don't know who they are. Obviously it's like a you know multiplayer type thing and it's the same GeoGuessr, you know, format, but there's a time limit. And, um, you know, it's battle royale style. So if you're out, you're out. And we were trying so hard <laughs> and we kept messing it up and not getting in the same room and exiting out and then trying it again. And I, my brain just went on autopilot and it's so embarrassing. And we eventually got in the same room. And I didn't even bother scanning the list of participants. I just assumed we were out, but I also like, wasn't even thinking that coherently. It was just like, my brain was just on autopilot and I just exited out. And she and Bia's on the other end of the call screaming like, oh my gosh, you're here. And I knew immediately, I was like, oh no. <laughs> and it was bad. I felt, I was That's not like, even the scary. only thing. That's okay, not even the, the only thing. Is, like, thing. not even that bad. Oh like, my you're God. You're making it we a were, huge deal. I, I am making it I a huge deal. I counted up instead of down and so, she lost her mind. Yes. It's so funny. Cause like, she didn't even say <laughs> like how many rounds we went through it. She was like three, two, one, three, two, one, three, two, one. And then like out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere, she was just like one, two, three, four. And I was like, what? Five, six, seven, like. <laughs> Because that's the beat, you know, it's three, two, one, go. That's one, two, three, four beats. And again, my brain was just, we had done this so many times. I I wasn't like thinking, I was just doing, you know, (laughs) it was like an autopilot. I was just like, imagine if like a rocket was taking off for NASA and they were like, one, two, three, four. Yeah. (laughs) I was just making fun of her. Also, we were playing a battle royale game, literally with 10 other people, all of them locked in their guesses like so quick. And Mahalia was the only one who didn't. Everyone got it right too with their first guess because it was so obvious. And I was like, Mahalia. And she's yelling at me. Meanwhile, I'm zooming on this like blurry sign. I'm like, what does this say? She's like, where are we? Where are we? And I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding me? We're literally, it's so obvious. I didn't even need to look look around. I was like, we're in Dubai. Yeah, it was Dubai. Yeah, I didn't even look. I was like, I saw palm trees. I saw palm trees and I did my like 360 turn to see if I could see anything. I saw this sign. It was super blurry. And I was like zooming in. I was like, what does this say? Oh my God. Literally everyone got it. Because literally everyone got it because it was so obvious. Yes, and I didn't. And And I still got it. I did get it. I did get it. (laughs) It's just like this thing that it's so crazy because Mahalia will literally on other games, she'll be like, okay, the sun is in this direction and like the, the, the grass and the trees and like the topography and 
stuff like that <laughs> like she'll she'll think of all of that and then she'll be like yes this is definitely like Senegal or like Nigeria but when we're in Dubai she's like oh my god oh my god I don't know where we are and it's like what because I'm so primed to make yeah, it yeah she's difficult. like you make it difficult my brain for is yourself. like this has to be hard because it's this so where are we it's um, like you're given all the answers and you're like hmm like, no, I have to make this difficult for myself. <laughs> and that's true across the board. <laughs> that's yeah. not exclusive to geo-guessing. Um, well, then we had, a, we had a round. We had two good rounds last night. One of them, we both made it to the top two. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else got out and we were in the top two. It was like, yeah. I consider that we both, we both won, but technically I did win. But oh my God. I think we both won because we beat everybody else out. And that was our whole point. And then <laughs> and then the next round, it was it was two of us and this other guy, and he was really good. And then I got in and Abia was out, but I beat him. And it was very thrilling because um, I was yelling at him and swearing at him. But I won. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is just a kind of introduction since the interview isn't out yet, but it will be out soon. And it is the interview with Harry and Megan. We're really excited for that. Like we talked about in our last podcast, it's coming up soon. And there's already been like, I've been seeing articles about like stuff that they're talking about in the interview. There's been like a clip of Harry talking about how there was no support really with the the royal family when it came to dealing with the press um so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a really I think it's gonna be an event this interview yeah I'm excited you know Oprah always gets the scoop (laughs) how many how many Oprah exclusive interviews have there been over the years (laughs) um and they're friends I think Oprah was at the wedding so that's nice for them to feel comfortable it is interesting with the timing because the palace um i believe yesterday uh maybe it was wednesday released a statement about how megan there was complaint anonymous complaints about bullying from um like that megan was bullying staff um back in 2018 at kensington palace these sources are unnamed not to say that sources have to be named but it all just feels a bit convenient uh Philip is in the hospital and he's just been moved to a second hospital. I mean, the man is 99 or something like it's crazy. So of course there's questions about the timing of these events, obviously Philip's health. I would hope that they're not trying to make a thing out of Philip's health if it's not truly a problem, but there's, you know, questions about the timing of these bullying allegations. Interesting to see the palace playing so dirty. I feel like typically they don't. I was I was pretty shocked about that news that they were going to do an investigation. As, like the yeah. bullying thing? It's definitely weird. And if this happened years ago, like why was this not brought up before? I mean, it definitely feels targeted. And it's yeah, weird exactly. because Harry's narrative in the James Corden interview that we talked about last week was definitely that like it's not, there hasn't been problems or at least like that he doesn't feel like they're on bad terms with his family like that's what I got from that interview but then here we I mean things don't just get leaked to the times without it being like from the royal family like a coherent message that they're trying to create 
-hmm. And so it's very weird that it it definitely casts, I think, Harry and Meghan in a more positive light here because they were just last week like, yeah, I'm not, you know, Harry was like, I'm, you know, we had troubles, but it wasn't just that. Like they were, you know, I don't feel like I'm not part of that family anymore. And also interesting then that those allegations were against Megan specifically. Mm-hmm. I really feel like they fumbled the bag. Like she and Harry are such like modern people and they could have had a real modernizing influence on that family. And they just simply refuse to get involved with the press, even though when it's a question of William cheating, they're more than happy to get involved with the press and uh, sub- subdue that story. So, Also, I saw this clip. I sent it to you of um, Harry talking about how when Diana was going through it, no one was there for her. Yeah, I feel like the, we definitely could see that. Um, I feel like it's a similar situation. Like she was a modernizing force in a way um, for them. And despite what Charles did to her, she still could have like been useful in terms of being the mother of the next heir and all that. Um, and they definitely iced her out. And the same yeah, thing happened with I Megan. Do, yeah, it's just terrible. It's like, why would you want history to repeat itself? Like, it just yeah. feels like that, honestly, the way things are going. I mean, I'm just happy, like, you know, Harry's a really good husband and, you know, father. Like, he's there for her. It's just very, it's very obvious and very calculated yeah. and weird to me. And it just, yeah. And it it, just at least, like, it just, it, it, yeah, it just makes me, like, happy too at the same time that Harry's like able to recognize this you know what has happened with his like mother I feel like the royal family doesn't really talk about it you know Mm -hmm. as much as they should yeah I mean there's the post I think it's on Twitter it's something like you know they made this boy like at age nine walk behind his mother's funeral on live Mm -hmm. tv like his Mm -hmm. mother's coffin I mean on live tv who can blame him for wanting to leave and but yet the the media does blame him. I saw this this screenshot of, I think it was probably like a Good Morning Britain segment or something. One of the ones with Piers Morgan, who's like the scum of the earth. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> it was a panel, like, you know, Piers and then his co-host were in the studio. She was the only woman in this context. Uh, Piers and his female co-host in the studio. And then they have like a panel on Zoom, um, kind of on one of those kind of big screens within a studio, you know, and it was four men, four white men. <laughs> And Piers Morgan, who's white, and his white female co-host. And people were, you know, highlighting that and saying, what? Really? This is who we're bringing to talk about this? It's just, it's so stupid. So next we want to talk about the Golden Globes. That was this past weekend. And we are so excited. Uh, We love an awards show. And (laughs) we figured that we'd take uh, some time today to go over the winners and how excited we are about that. And then also do some comparisons with our predictions because we did put those all in the description of that episode so that we could come back after the show and and, uh, (laughs) read over our predictions. So do you want to start us off with the most exciting? Yes, the most exciting one. It's (laughs) the only one I really want to talk about. And it's Josh O'Connor and Emma Corrin. I said on the podcast, I said I was going to (laughs) cry if they both won. And they did both win as they should. They deserved it. They deserved it. And I'm so happy for them. I'm so happy for Emma. I'm so happy for Josh. Like they just, they put on a performance. They did. And they deserved it. They did great. Oh my gosh. And I just feel we were like in the moment when it happened, we were like talking about it. And at the same time, we were feeling like really sad because like we were robbed of their interaction because this was all just done on like Zoom, essentially. 
So it's like, oh my God, what would have happened if they were in the same room? Oh my God, they would have like hugged. Oh, the, the, the camera <laughs> would be on each other's faces when they were saying their speech. Like I could just visualize it, but no, but no, no. they're probably in like London. Like it's like 4 a.m. They're probably like really like <laughs> drowsy because they want to go to sleep. Like <laughs> I love the shot of Emma winning where you can see Olivia Coleman who was up for the award too just like losing her mind <laughs> she's so excited for Emma I thought that was so touching but yeah we were we were and we were on the phone because I called you because Emma won and we were on the phone and then I was updating Twitter and Josh won while we were talking and we were just yeah. screaming we were not watching so this live. No, we were both doing schoolwork, <laughs> but it was happening. <laughs> yes, it was and, so exciting. And those were both of our predictions. I'm checking the, the notes here. Of course they were. Oh they were gosh. our predictions. because I we just wish fans. I was in that group chat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the way that they were probably like, like congratulating each other. Oh my gosh. It's so exciting. And The Crown also won Best Television Series Drama. As they should. And Gillian Anderson won for performance by an actress in a television supporting role. Yeah, we, we chose Gillian Anderson and I believe we chose The Crown. Yes. So all of those predictions were true. It's because we're fans and we're loyal and they're really good. And, and so we they know, won the awards. We know talent. We know. We know talent. We're, we do. Hollywood. Hire us. <laughs> Want to be a talent scout? Let's go. So, yeah, <laughs> we're the talent scouts the where we go, exciting. yep, they're talented. Once they've already been hired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who else won? Oh, we have some Shits Creek wins. Yes. Uh, television series. Should. Yes. Musical or comedy. And then Catherine O'Hara won for um, best performance by an actress in a television series. I'm so Music. happy for like the the popularity that Shit's Creek is getting because I remember when you first started watching it like I started watching it after you it was like I didn't even know about the show like it was in like its first seasons nobody mm -hmm. was really talking about it and I'm just so happy people are like you know finally like loving now it it's and it's just it's so now that's over of course <laughs> that's how it would happen um it's just it's so good and I'm so, so happy good. for them it's so funny it and we, so those were both of our predictions as well we did also predict Eugene Levy winning but he did not but that's okay that's okay he won in our hearts <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the show won so we were right and I believe we were also right with the Queen's Gambit yes um, for the Queen's Gambit yes best really limited series we called that Anya and Anya won we called that too Anya won, and she was wearing this beautiful, like, green dress. Did you see that? Yes. Oh, my gosh. It wasn't it Tiffany? Yes, I think it was Tiffany. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. my God. She I, looked like a I don't vision. remember. Yes, I don't remember any of the looks that anyone was wearing. The only one that I was seeing, like, everywhere was Anya's, like, green dress. It was, like, perfect. Amazing. It looks so good on her. It so was good. just the perfect – it's perfect for her, whoever – um, no, Law styled her. You know, Law. He styled her and he styled her very well. Yes. So. She looked amazing. She did. Um, we also called it for John Boyega. Uh, yes, best performance yes. by an actor in a television so supporting role. So happy for him. 
you know, I was I was kind of worried because he was talking about how Hollywood might, you know, outcast him for participating in the Black Lives Matter. So I'm happy. Yes. I'm happy that he's getting his recognition. So for the movie categories, we let's see. We chose Borat. We were right with that motion picture musical or comedy. Yes. So we were right with Chadwick. That was and that was where his wife gave that beautiful speech. Yes. Very yeah. moving. What a strong person she is. That was really yeah, great. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you sent me this speech. I was like, yeah, tearing up a little bit. Oh, yeah. The, the part when she said that, you know, she doesn't have his words. Because he was, you know, so inspiring. He was to so eloquent. Yeah, he was so good. And she just, she she doesn't have his words. And it just ugh. broke my heart. I was like, ugh. She was like crying. It was just yeah. really moving. Yeah, it was really beautiful. Yeah. Oh, another moment was, we didn't call it, but Chloe Zhao won for Nomadland, becoming the first Asian-American woman to win Best Director at the Globes. And I believe first woman since like the 80s or something, some crazy stat like that. Yeah, it's been a while. Very exciting. Good for her. Um, Minari took some wins too, I think. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That was was a big one. That was the best foreign language film. Yeah, people were talking about that. They were kind of because it was in it's in a foreign language for to my knowledge. I haven't actually watched it, but a lot of people were talking about how it shouldn't have been in the foreign language category because it's it's was made in the U.S. I think. Yes, that's what that's yeah. that's the argument. Um, yeah, that's one of the debates that's going on. I mean, it's an American it's an American film yeah. made by an American about an American family. Yeah. It's yeah. credited, you know, Minari, USA, you know, when they put parentheses, the country that the mm-hmm. movie's from for these foreign language. Um, I guess you could consider Korean to be a foreign language in the sense that it's not an official U.S. language. Yeah, but neither is but, that we don't have an official language, no, I, don't we? No. We don't have an I official language. Did. I think we're not allowed to have an official language because there's so many. Oh, it does not. So, yeah. So. Wh- exactly. I thought exactly. I was just assuming that it was like oh because it's like maybe English and Spanish but if there's no official no language, the U.S. the U.S. can have say that that's a foreign language wow that's I didn't I'm read saying. into this enough I was like the U.S. can't have an official language because there's too many different people living right. here and it would be discriminatory basically I was assuming it was like some language. some white BS you know like I mean oh, English it, is it, it, it would be you're in America it would be speak English you know it would be yeah it would be, but I feel like it, it's like kind of treading water and saying we have an official religion, which we don't. I do. Wow. Yeah. 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 So that's, ex- I mean, I knew that I knew really, it was BS yeah. in the sense that it's an American movie, but I didn't realize that we don't even have, that sounds really stupid, but I just didn't even think about it like that. Yeah. It's wow. kind of, yeah. It kind of like makes me upset. Yeah. Because... So it should have been up for the best, best motion picture. Yeah. At all. I mean, great that, yeah, I'm like, great that they won, but like, maybe they could have won something more because, you know, it is kind of upsetting because it's being recognized as a foreign film. Not that there's anything wrong with a foreign film, but don't you think they should, like, it just doesn't make them seem like proud to be like a U.S. film, you know? Mm. I don't know. It just, it's kind of iffy to me. It's racism. Yeah, you know, we it can is. Say it, especially You're not in recognizing, of... yeah, Asians as being part of, and it Gosh. kind of is upsetting to me because I really, I do want to really watch the movie because there's so many like good things that are being said about it. 
Well, good for them for running. Also, there's that beautiful moment with the daughter where she jumps into her, yes, her dad that was one, very cute. Was like, I that prayed, I prayed, cute. I prayed. It was so cute. Yeah, so good for them. Um, but we did call it. We we got motion picture animated, right? It was went for Soul, which is very good. I Loved feel like that. it's always. I feel like it's always Pixar who's going to take it because Pixar really does. Good. They do produce like really, really good animated films. I feel like for every age too, especially Soul. Soul was a very deep movie that could, you know, that could connect with like every person, young (laughs) and old. It's very, that's like the magic of Pixar, I think. I think like no matter what age you are, like it's something, it's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Consistently. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, because I know there's like a lot of like there's a lot of like children's movies and like films that come out that you're like, yeah, I'm not going to watch that, you know, <laughs> like you're like the high school musical series. Like we're not going to watch that because it doesn't fit us, fit you know, because we're like it. older now. But it's like Pixar. I feel like I'll always watch their stuff no matter what. Yeah, I'm not trying to watch the crude the new age, but <laughs> I will watch. I think that's true. I didn't I did enjoy I will say I thought it was I thought it was cute that's nice I'm glad you thought it was cute (laughs) we did call Daniel Kaluuya in best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion yes can we talk about oh my god can we talk about that news that he talked about how he wasn't invited to the get out premiere um yeah so we just we had some thoughts we talked about it you know privately about Daniel Kaluuya talking, sharing that he was not invited to the premiere of Get Out, which I thought was really interesting. I didn't know that. Um, I just assumed he was invited because he's the star, star, (laughs) as the star of the movie. Um, So when I first heard about it, I thought it was a joke because I was like, there's no way like he was not invited to his own movie. But you know, I read like I read like some more parts of the interview and it, it sounded genuine. Like he genuinely wasn't invited to the movie. And so I was like really shocked about it. I was like, what? Why? Why? <laughs> yeah, it's very strange because he was filming for Black Panther in Atlanta, but he said he made sure to clear his schedule. I don't know if there yeah. was just a miscommunication between his agents or public. I mean, I'm whoever, assuming there probably the was movie. a miscommunication, yeah. but also like... But also, like, even if he is busy filming, wouldn't it be They'll etiquette send to, him in, to, yeah. right, to be like, hey, we'd love to have you. We understand if you can't make it, but come on down yeah. if you can. This is the movie that you're starring in. Also, yeah, that was one of there... his first, like, big movies in America, yeah. wasn't it? Like, that's yeah, a... he literally won an Oscar for that. Right, yeah, yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was his but Oscar. But that was, like, his break in America. Yeah. Yeah. I do forget that he is British. I, I do forget I do as forget well. That. Because he's very I good. Forget, his and then I see, really good. And then I see the interviews and I'm like. Oh, and that was is the Graham Norton show, right? That's yes. like a big UK. Yeah. Stable. Yeah. So that was just, that was just an interesting thing, but happy for him for winning a Golden Globe as he should keep collecting your wins. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We will see you next week. <laughs> Where can they find us online, Abia? Yeah, um, you can follow us on Instagram at Chaotic Queens Pod and then on Twitter at Queens Chaotic. Be sure to follow those. Okay. All right. See you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.